Welcome to Pop After Dark, a pop culture podcast that's not the same as all the others. Now I'm recording. No, no, you're going, why did you do that to me? Every, every time it's you not, do that to me. No, I'd said to you last time that there's like a, about a three second delay from when the call starts to me being able to hit record. It won't let me hit record until you answer. So I can't Is that so you it. can filter out my swear words? Yes. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> of course it is. How you doing, big man? I'm all right. It's slightly fatigued, but but let's see what happens. Yeah. Well, this is the start of another... How's your good self? I want to know on your general health. That's very kind of you. Um, a bit tired. But, a bit tired? Yeah. But that, that, I think that's going to add to the fun. It makes a nice change to be speaking to someone who hasn't taken their clothes off at this time of night. How do you know? Oh, God. I am, to be fair, I am fully dressed. I'm not even in pyjamas. I'm, I'm in my day clothes. You're fully dressed? Yeah. He's good to go. I'm good to go. If, good I, to go. If, I, if I need to go to the shops now... I could. Yeah. I could just put a coat on and walk to get four To get four cans of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why did I constantly go and buy four cans in the kebab shop? It's what you used to do, mate. It's what you used to do. Oh. I used to buy a kebab. And you used to buy four cans of Dr. Pepper. And I think you used to just like it, give one to a cat. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have done that. I don't like cats. Yeah. And, and let's never forget that they used to sell Luca Raid. They did sell Luca, didn't they? Yeah, they loved. Yeah, I believe the Germans. The, I believe. I believe the Germans stole our word for Lucas Aid. They were Turkish, allegedly. <laughs> anyway, yeah. this is the start, it's, of course, of another episode of what's still at the moment called Pop After Dark, with me, Soap Dish, and you, Y Two. God, I'm right. I'm I'm wrapping presents, and I'm doing <laughs> one for my son. And I've just written two Tobias, Merry Christmas, love. And I've started writing Chris. Because you said Chris, I didn't, I've started I didn't, writing. I didn't say Chris. I said why too? I know. Um, I'll tell you what, it's downhill, it's downhill for me. And it's not, it's, we've only just begun. We've only just begun. Um, this episode. Don't, don't is... worry, Happy. I got my hand back. <laughs> it's all in the hips. This episode is not about Happy Gilmore, but it is supposed to I once, be. I once, I once met Carl Weathers and said to him, "How much did I love say, the version of the song." What um, did you say? I love that song you did, "Lovely Day." No, that's that's his brother, Bob William. Um, no, I said to Carl Weathers, "How much I love that version of the song," and had he ever released it anywhere? And he said to me, "It was a bit cocky." I tell you, right? He says to me, "No, but if you're playing Happy Gilmore." And then record it off your phone. You'll be able to have a copy. And I'm like, well, it's not really the same, is it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo, Apollo, we did it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just record stuff off off the telly. What is it? 1986. Yeah. Not really the same. God, could could just download it from LimeWire like that. Thanks, Apollo. I think uh, Napster might still be available. Um, yeah. This is going to be our review of the year. Now, this is coming out yes. Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. I haven't Christmas decided Day. yet. So, technically, this the is people a Christmas people download episode. podcasts on Christmas Day? Well, the smart people, my favourite people, 
subscribe to the show. Mm. So therefore, they get it. I know you don't. But that means they get the episode, whether they want it or not. Which, okay. And actually, me saying that reminds me of my favourite kid ever, um, even though I have my own kids. And that is the boy in the opening video of SummerSlam 92, who, and and, and even like 25 plus years on, I still don't understand yeah. what he means when he says the British Bulldog's going to win whether he wants to or not. Because what does Man, that mean? Dead now. Well, well, yeah, and the British Bulldog's now dead, but he didn't know that at the time because he was still alive. No, he didn't. Um, yeah. Or, or not. Or not. But the, but the... Oh, hi, Mark. Um, but this is supposed to be a review of the year. This is us looking back at mainly the looking films. Looking back over some movies exactly of this year that we have seen um now mm. like the good samaritan if someone's wait i think it's worth clarifying because someone might listen to this in the future right. um so we'll say this hello robots we're talking about 2017 yes yes we are and the other thing to point out before because uh, i don't obviously don't know what films we're going to talk about yet um so the obvious no. ones but um just to point out as well that sometimes with the UK and the US, we do get films at, at different times. So there could yes. be some films, especially in January, which you uh, American listeners might think, well, hang on, that was 2016. Yes, it, it no was one's for you. So it's all right, mate. No one's listening. <laughs> mate, the last episode uh, has already got almost a 1,000 downloads last time I checked. So... That was all from me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it got everyone at, got everyone at work to me. download yeah. it. It's what... It's what I've got everyone for Christmas. Don't don't tell anyone. <laughs> Recording of this. <laughs> I got you a download. That's <laughs> what the cool kids get. Um, so yeah. now, now. yes, yeah, so, so it won't include it won't include movies such as The Post. Um, a right. lot of like the Oscar heavy movies of 2018, um, but it will include perhaps a lot of the um, Oscar contenders for 2017 have gone. Yes, yeah, because we, yeah, the I mean the, the the Oscar bait films do tend to come out like very close to Christmas in America, and we always get them the last week of January for some strange reason. I don't I don't know what the the thought process is there, why we can't get them the same time, or why we can't get them like a week or so later. But we tend to get them January or February just before the Oscars hit in March. It's very very odd. But you know what? We get we get Marvel movies first, so I'll take that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, now, uh, hey, before before we get started, I think that's about the phone fifth phone. time you said that as well. We started about <laughs> ten minutes ago, six minutes ago. Sorry, uh, listeners, if you would like the official Y two before we get started T shirt, it is available at several good stockists and plenty of bad ones, retailing at twenty four ninety nine. Um, look, we can actually make that a T-shirt, so... Um... I believe it's a catchphrase. We're going to see if we can uh, get that into next time's podcast. What's that What's that one? Um... Next, who, who hosts next time podcast? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> let's, that is, let's see how this one I think, it, I think Listen. I think it's really important to point out as well that um, we're currently recording this at quarter past one in the morning. As well, past one, yeah, and well, I'm not wearing any trousers, which is unusual for you. It's not unusual, to be fair, is it? Yeah, 
No, it's not unusual. It's not unusual. Um, so before we get started, so I've got a little bone to pick for you. In the okay. last podcast, hmm. as uh, a thousand people may have heard, when I asked you your opinion of Star Wars, your exact word was amazing. Now, however, you I've noticed since on social media, you've been blasting it. And I, I have also noticed. So... I, I don't think I said amazing. I, you did. You definitely. said amazing. Mm. You said I said great. You said amazing. I said great. I gave my verdict first, and you said amazing. Mm. If you say so. Absolutely. This Let's... is one of those I'm a celebrity moments where Amir Khan said something, but it was actually the other way around. It's one of those moments. I've got I've got a confession. I've got a confession to make. Um, because I didn't um, even, I didn't even I didn't even say this at the time, right? We walked hmm. out of the cinema. Not you and me. We didn't watch it together. You walked out. You walked out of Star me, Wars. Me, you? After it finished, me and my wife, um, we walked out of Star Wars, and she said that was amazing. I loved it, and I said yes. Yeah. So did I. On the way to go and get something to eat afterwards, I then started pulling off the reasons of things I didn't like in Star Wars. But at no point mm. in the conversation did I turn around and say that I, I didn't love it as much as she did. Now, yeah. um, the more I thought about it, the more kind of annoyed I got. And I did I did mention a few of the things on the last podcast that I wasn't happy with Star Wars. Um, and I'll yeah. tell you what my thought process was as well when I left. I almost felt yeah. if I turned around and said I hated that film, which I kind yeah. of did... I felt like right. I was, I was like, I felt, I felt dirty saying it. I felt horrible. I felt there was something wrong. Now, going, yeah, yeah. going on from that, and I was vocal on social media about how I felt about Star Wars. And after we released the podcast, I actually said, you know what? Actually, I, I'm not, I'm not very happy with Star Wars. Um, yeah. I, I had to go back and watch it again because. Um, there was a yes. real divide, real divide with people about loving it. Well, the divide divide's mental, isn't it? Like, oh, I've I... never seen... Uh, uh, because there's been one film this year, and we'll get to it, hmm. um, that has really divided people. John Wick But this one's a weird divide. John Wick 2, Electric Boogaloo. This one is a weird divide in the sense that the, uh, the critics are almost in complete agreement that it is an absolute like there's a love fest from the critics yeah. it's four out of five across the board yeah um i think five as the well fans are, yeah yeah so and the fans of uh, almost like the majority have turned on it yeah and so i i was desperate to go back and see it as as quickly as i could um and so i i yeah. got a chance to go and see it on the monday again um to see it and i think i think i figured out what it was even though i'd avoid the, the trailers and everything like that i think yeah. i had an expectation of what was going to be answered of yeah. what the story was going to be what was going to happen and a lot of that stuff didn't happen and so i yeah. think that might have been why i came out and felt the way i did when i went to see it on monday um, I'd, hmm. I'd obviously been involved in and, and seen the backlash from people both for and against it, but I was also yeah. going in there knowing that I'd seen the film already and that I didn't have to go in there with my expectations of what I was expecting to see. And when I saw yeah. it again with, with that weight lifted off my shoulders, um, I really loved it. Um, oh, and it is, it is up, I, I, 
I hate when people turn around and ask the question like, "Where do you put it in your in your your, your kind of like order or preference in Star Wars films?" Because I, yeah. I think there's lots of factors as to why you might like one film more than another, and also I think it's quite fluid. I think it can change as well. Um, yeah. And at, at, but at the moment, I mean, it is it is up there with the most enjoyable. I think it's uh, the yeah. best looking Star Wars film, um, and there's a couple of sequences that I mean are really up there with the best sequences in any Star Wars film. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's not perfect. And even on the second viewing, there were still things that annoyed me the first time that I that still annoyed me the second time. But with the expectation right. gone of what I was expecting to see, I enjoyed it a lot more. And funny enough, I felt yeah. very similar when I saw Rogue One. When I saw Rogue One the first yeah, time, yeah, I yeah. couldn't really get the hype around it as much. And then when I saw it the second yeah. time... With the expectation gone, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Mrs. Branch wasn't very happy about when I come home and told her that because she was like, well, I wish you feel like that when I saw it with you. And I explained to her that it wasn't the company that I was with. It was the it was the expectation that I'd put on on the film itself, and it wasn't, it wasn't fair. And a lot of people that have seen it a second time now view it in a more, in a, in a, in a better light than they had done on the first watch. So... I definitely, and I think the reason why the critics have probably nailed it first time is because for the majority yeah. of them, they're critics. They're used to having no connection with with something or trying to be as unbiased as possible. Um, right. And I think the critics that have gone and, and seen it for what it is have generally enjoyed it. The critics that are Star Wars fans still have not been uh, extremely positive about it. So I think that's what it comes down to. I think if you view it as a film, it's a great piece of work. And there's a lot of good stuff in there. If you're viewing it as a Star Wars fan and you've got those expectations of what you want to, you expect from a film, what you kind of see, um, I think that's where it really comes unstuck. Um, And one thing that I will address is uh, a lot of talk about Luke Skywalker and a lot of people not happy with the portrayal, uh, not the portrayal, but um, how the character was written and some of the things that he did. Um, and what I want to say on that is that you've got to remember that this is a character who, when we last saw him, you know, he, he you know, won, won the battle and, you know, everything was good. But you know what's happened to him in between those two films and he, it went to a very yeah. dark place to the point that he put himself on an island to not be found by anyone. He wanted to be completely isolated. So when yeah. people turn around and say, oh, well, you know, my Luke Skywalker wouldn't have done this. Well, yes, but he's not that Luke Skywalker anymore. Um, and I think the problem is, is that people are focusing too much on, on their expectations of what these characters are, and what they do. And I'm, I'm guilty of that myself. So I'm not, you know, I'm not having a go at anyone. Um, but I think you need to watch it without that bias in there and just watch it for the film it is. Um, and I, I, I do think yeah, it's I, a film I, I that's going totally to grow. Agree. Yeah, um, I agree, it's funny you say that, because I had the exact same experience with Rogue One, uh, which I really enjoy now, but the first mm. time watching it, it, it kind of caught me off guard, and I just couldn't get into it. Uh, from the very beginning, I just uh, I was griping at it, mm. uh, and that was after watching Star Wars all day, like in, in the hype of seeing the movie at midnight. Yeah. So, but then I went back to watch Rogue One uh, just because I could more than I wanted to, and um, really actually sat back and really enjoyed the movie. Mm. 
uh, yeah, I think it just goes to show that like if you don't like something the first time that, and it, you, you're surprised that you don't, it's always worth watching the second time around. Yeah. Um, uh, I think we've covered plenty of Star Wars, but I've got one more question to ask if you don't mind on yep. Star Wars. Yep. Then we'll get back in 2017. Mm-hmm. Did you cry a second time around? Yes, but not as much as I did the first time. You're such a silly yeah. boy. Um, and it was the same two points as well. Same two points. What are the two points? Um, When Leia and... uh, You know, spoiler territory now, so it's fine. But when um, Leia and Luke have their their scene together... um, They sing together. By the way, I love love the sellotape. I love the sellotape. Um... Not when they sing, they sing together. So, because you know yeah. that that's, that's it. I knew seeing yeah. that scene, that would be the last time we would see them together. Not because I knew what was going to come next, but because of what's happened in real life. Because she's brown bread. She's brown bread. Yeah. And also, it was what he said about, you know, I can't remember the, the line he says now, but the fact that, you know, People never kind of go away, or people are always here. Whatever, whatever it is, it was, it was, it was poignant in the film, but it was even more poignant knowing what happened in real life. Um, and the second yeah. bit was um, the kind of the, the reveal, of, you know, Luke not being there, which is is much more of his again on the second watch. Um, with did, the, did, the salt and did stuff. you spot it with it. the uh, with the salt? Did you spot that the, second, the foot, footprint? Second the time. Second time. Yeah. First time. Um, but very yes, clever. yeah. Oh, very, very clever. Um, and um, with um, I, I, and you kind of see him and him looking at the sun, and then him him kind of doing what Jedi's do when they they um, relinquish themselves, um, you know, and give themselves to the force or whatever it is that you know the, the terminology for it. Um, again, because the thing for me is that unlike a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people. When I was a kid, Luke was my hero. A lot of people yeah. liked Han because he was the cool one and he had the lions and, you know, he had Leia and, you know, everything like that. And he was the, the cool one. But even though Luke was a bit wet behind the ears, that was my first cinema hero. That was the first character in any film that I, I ever looked up to. So it was bringing that full circle. And that's what that kind of gets me. It'll probably get me every time, to be honest. Um, but but that but that's it. And um, yeah, I think it, I, I think with stuff like that, it's definitely your connection to the film um, and what it Absolutely. what it means Absolutely. to you as well. Because again, critics probably didn't cry that bit, and that's fine. Uh, it is critics what it don't is. have hearts. Uh, well, that's that's why the critics. I yeah, think. that's why. I think. That's why. Anyway, 2017, it's been quite the year. Uh, a year when you was in your second year of having a cinema pass and the year yeah. in which I first got a cinema pass. Yay. Which and uh, how many good. times have we been to cinema together now that we've both got passes? Oh, I, I mean, I've almost lost count because it's been so uh, never. Never. No. 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 When are we, <laughs> oh, should, so we go and see, should we go and see Jumanji? Um, I'm up for that. Excellent. We'll, we'll sort it out. I'll, 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 I'll watch it. I'm more tempted to go and see it in 4DX, you know. I reckon 4DX? Be, I reckon that could be quite fun. Yeah. Is that is that where you're surrounded by Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Xbox, and badass Billy Gunn? Yeah, uh, no. Um, it's it's Road Dog instead of Billy Gunn. 
Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah the guy was test. unavailable. He was doing a bread advert. Do you remember what he did a bread <laughs> advert? No. Yeah, he did a bread. He did a bread advert over here. I want to say it was like for Warburtons or something. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see if I can find it and, and send it over to you. Um, was he referred to as the bread ass Billy Gun? <laughs> they weren't that smart. They were not that smart. I wish. I really wish they had been. <laughs> right. So, anyway, this year, um, what did you first? What was your first film of the year? Well, Do you think it was cinema? Because um, I tried to go as perhaps you did. I tried to go through the emails to see, to get the whole list, yeah. and it wasn't working. Um, so I then had to use the old memory. I did a little bit of search online to remember. So I think I've got the whole list. Possibly the first film. I don't know if it was first or like fifth. Mm-hmm. I remember doing like a bunch uh, in the same. But um, and it leads us on uh, to another point actually. Uh, before I mention what it is, what do you classify as a Christmas movie? Because there's been a lot of every year around this time about Die Hard being a Christmas movie. Mm. So what is it for you for whether a movie is a Christmas movie or not? Um, I I personally think a Christmas movie counts if it is set at Christmas. Um, Ideally, it should have some kind of tie into that, which is why I think Die Hard, and I know this will upset people, I don't... I kind of want to consider it a Christmas film, but there's yeah, not really is, much Christmas Christmas, Christmas in it. Uh, it is Christmas. It is a Christmas movie. But then Iron Man three, same thing, uh, and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. So, you know, I didn't care for that one because um, I think that if they mention Christmas, if it, if any of it is filmed during Christmas, then not like mention Christmas, like what you're doing for Christmas and they're on the beach. That's not a Christmas movie. Well, I was going to say because in, in that case, you could. Um, is it is that James Bond film like uh, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, or The World Is Not Enough? I think it is when the character is called Merry Christmas. Right. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Was that? Yeah. No, it's not Halle Berry. No, it was it, it was um, Denise Richards, and right. the the James Bond pun uh, after they uh, they fornicated was uh, I thought Christmas only came once a year. Yeah, God. classy. Oh. Um, God. So yes, yeah, so but I think that if, if if there's a scene that is at Christmas in the movie, then it can then become a Christmas movie. Okay. Um, which brings us on to the Christmas movie La La Land, which I get. So going back to what we were saying earlier, that is a film that came out it's, early this year. That's right. UK. It came out at. Start of January, yeah, and it is a Christmas movie. Okay. Um, the, the scene. Have you seen? Have you? Did you see La La Land? I've still not seen it, and it's now on Netflix. Um, and I, it it's on my list to watch. And I, instead of watching that tonight, I watch Ghostbusters 3D. So I should have really watched La La Land. Um, <laughs> so no, I still haven't seen it. Ghostbusters there, 3D, not a scene, Christmas film. Um, because you know I hate giving spoilers. But there's a scene where the room is decorated and they reference it being Christmas. Okay. For me, that's enough to make it a Christmas movie. Okay. So I won't um, I won't tell the story of La La Land because I don't want to spoil it. 
Um, and we'll be here all night if we tell the stories of all our movies that we saw this year. Yeah, I think but, we should really um, I very, very short description of what the film is is kind of like, and then your thoughts on the film. I think that's enough. The film is like a love movie with music, um, and don't let the music put you off. I think a lot of people, uh, particularly this country, will put off from seeing it because of the musical aspect. Um, I found at times you forgot it was a musical. It opens with a musical number. Mm. Um, so straight away you're like, oh, here we go. But within 30 minutes, you forget it's a musical because their chemistry is so good and they're both so likeable in the movie. Um, so I don't think it should really be regarded as a musical. I think it's like a, an excellent standalone movie in itself. Um, definitely worth watching. The music in it is unbelievable. Um, I'm not sure if you know about there's a singer in the movie who really adds to the, the musicality. I think he wrote a lot of the music for Scott him. Man John. <laughs> it was Scatman which it was. That's a different movie. But I'll tell you the story about what happened to us when we went to see La La Land. Okay. Um, I, I can't remember if I told you this because obviously it was the start of the year. Mm. So um, I've taken the then fiance to see La La Land, uh, uh, West India Keys, which is a slightly, um, it's not rich area, but it's a bit more upmarket than the sort of places that the like of you and I tend to hang about. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're seeing the open weekend and we're getting like, you know, the best seats like in the middle at about eight rows back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we get in there. We hadn't, we hadn't, um, uh, cause we had to wait for babysit. We didn't have time to eat. So I think for the first time ever, I had a hot dog in the cinema. Um, but again, I went to get, because of the smell and everything, I went to get out of the way. So yeah. that was eaten before the movie started. Good, good cinema etiquette right off the bat there. Um, yeah. The film started and the whole row is full on, I'm in the middle, the whole row is full on my right-hand side. To the left-hand side, there's about eight, maybe ten seats uh, to her left mm-hmm. and they're all vacant. Ten, fifteen minutes into the movie, a couple has interrupted the entire row to walk past us, to then stand next to us to tell us that we're sitting in our seats. And A, we weren't. And B, if you're late for a movie, you act like mice. You do whatever you can to not interrupt anyone. You don't then stand in front of people to try and tell people who have been watching this movie that they're in your seats. Yeah. When we weren't. Yeah. So I give him the old because I'm very I'm very good with words, um, as listeners may not have find very strange to <laughs> discover. Yeah, not this podcast. <laughs> but I gave him the old, I gave him the old eyelids and gave him the old sit down treatment straight away off the cuff sit down and it's quite a good voice I've got when I do that the old and he did he just sat yeah. down. But then he's still messing about with his coat and he's he's switching his phone off all that sort of malarkey. Oh. It's like this: if you're late, if you're late for a movie, you take your coat off before you come into the cinema screening, and you disturb absolutely no one, and your phone should be off already. Yeah, there should be no disturbance from you because you are late. This is on you. So he he happened right, but I'm able because I dealt with it. I'm able. This doesn't affect me. Mm. About five minutes later, another couple has then walked through our aisle. And I'm like, mate, come on now, are you kidding me? And I'm at the stage where I am this petty 
that I don't then move my feet. So they have to kind of step over me. And the best part of this is then they'll apologize for stepping on my foot, whereas I've just done it just to spite them. Um, and and for, our listeners, time... for our listeners that don't know you, your feet are the same size mm. as Sideshow Bob's. You do, <laughs> exactly. you do have to wear clown shoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I sold him a pair. Um so my thinking at this point is that they are the friends of this other couple and they're the ones who bought the snacks or whatever they queued up. Right. So that's my thinking. It's not. They're not sitting next to them. They're not even sitting in our row. <laughs> they're sitting in the block adjacent. So they could have just walked down the front, disturb no one, walk up the aisle and then take their seats. <laughs> but they interrupted everyone just to take their seat this is like what 20 minutes into movie right so we're 20 minutes in woman behind me now kicking my chair and bear in mind this is like a slightly up um a decent sort of area of london Mm. woman behind me is kicking my chair and i'm like what reason could you have in this day and age to kick a chair river dance there's plenty of legs well, yeah, like, you know, you're not dancing along river dance to La La Land. You might do a little pop jig, a little two-step, but there's no reason to river dance. So I'm like, well, why, why are you kicking my chair? Like, you, you, I think that the thing is you let it go a few times because you don't know if you're going to turn around and there's a broken foot and they're trying just to get comfortable. But it was constant. So within the first few minutes, I, I turn around and I give the daggers because when you're in the cinema, all you can really see is the whites of people's eyes. And man, my whites of eyes could cut that night. She got the daggers and she stopped. Because when you when you see daggers, you stop, right? Yeah. About, about 45 minutes later, she started kicking again. Oh, my God. And I'm like, hey... Why do you need to kick a chair? If no one's sitting in front of you, then you can kind of, like, you know, rest your feet up yeah, against the chair. Yeah, but why would you even be doing it anyway? Why do you need to? You're why do you six. need to? You're comfortable. Exactly right. It's, it's <sighs> terrible. Like, not only is it bad semi-echo, it's just bad manners. Like, it's yeah. bad. Yeah. So, um, and, she, and it's incessant. So I turn around, and already I know it's a woman who's doing this. Yeah. I turn around, and obviously the cinema is all, like, hush quiet. And I turn around, and as listeners can testify, I'm very good with my words. I turn around to this woman, and I go in this volume, stop kicking the fucking chair. Very Michael Caine-esque. <laughs> Michael Caine and Harry Brown, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stop <laughs> kicking the fucking chair, right? And uh, she did, because when you use volume in the scenario, because you don't, you don't need to shout, because you're in the cinema, everyone's silent. You can give that sort of volume and it will work a treat. And she stopped uh, for the whole movie. Um, at one point, there was like, a, there's, there's like a, towards the, the end, there's a little sad bit, not too sad, there's a little sad bit. And I could hear her partner whisper to her, and he went, go on, kick his chair. And I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny. Like, I really liked that, right? So, but she didn't because I gave her daggers and I swore. Um, however, we left the cinema, and we didn't encounter these people. Like, it wasn't like they were waiting for us outside or whatever. Um, and we're walking through this like, brightly lit um, shopping centre. It's late, but it's open. And uh, the missus has looked at me, and she started laughing. And I'm like, what, what's up? And she's like, have a look in the mirror. Found myself a mirror. And somehow, I had mustered 
all over my face. I, the only reason I could find is that I somehow got mustard onto my hands from the hot dog that I ate at the start of the movie, and perhaps because I was hot, I've wiped my forehead and the sides of my face when I finished eating. So I've turned round to this woman and said, stop kicking the fucking chair, with a face covered full of mustard. And plot twist, you didn't even have mustard on your hot dog. <laughs> plot twist, I don't even like it. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan style. M. Night Speaking of which, um, okay. at the same time La 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 came out, uh, M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> made a triumphant return with Split, a film I've still not seen. Um, so what Was it a think? triumphant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very well received Split. It's got a sequel. So, Uh-oh. yeah. Um, so, La La Land, uh, you, I, if I recall correctly, you rated very highly. Very highly. The soundtrack is adorable. I listened to it incessantly for easily a month, and that's a long time on my playlist. And... Um, I wa- we watched it tonight, funny enough, and already I w- I'm like, I want to listen to this again. It's wonderful. Um, definitely watch it. And don't be put off by the fact it is it has songs in it. Um, it's a musical, but it's so good. Just to, just to, like, on that note. It's like, because things people go, don't really regard this as a musical. It's just a really good film with songs in it. Yeah, but like, so just, I just want to point out one of the biggest, uh, st- still one of the biggest uh, box office hits of all time in the UK is Mamma mm. Mia. Yeah, don't go. I listen. Don't get me started on Mamma Mia because there's a they they dropped the uh, trailer for the next one. Yeah, yeah, which I know. has I know. a which has a wonderful title. Yeah, it's a brilliant title. But I fucking hate Abba with a burning passion. See, I, I don't I hate Abba, but I hate the idea of watching uh, Pierce Brosnan uh, sing. Second Pierce Brosnan reference tonight. Um, so, the first film I saw at the cinema this year, yes. uh, we talked about earlier, was Rogue One. Um, that was the second mm-hmm. time I saw it and the time I enjoyed it. Um, yes. But the, the first new film I saw of 2017 uh, was a film called War on Everyone. Not heard of that. It's uh, Michael uh, Pena, or Penner. Oh yes. And Alexander yeah, yeah. Skarsgård, and it's directed by John Michael McDonough, or Duna, right? Um, who's the brother of the uh, of Martin, who is the director of In Bruges, and your new uh, your your upcoming film, Free Billboards. Um, yes. He Did directed... I tell you to have a bet on that? By the way. Uh, you haven't told me to have a bet on it, but you did tell me to get to try and get to the secret screening. Because um, I, I, I text a lot of people when it won an award about three months ago, mm. and I text like I think I text like the gamblers I know. I text oh, right. them said, it's me, yeah. it won this big award, and this, this award has a history of kind of predicting the Oscar winner. Right. So I said to them, I said, listen, guess on this free board board, because I've seen the trailer, and the trailer is a hoot. I said to him, listen, it's 25 to 1. Get a few quid on it to win um, Best Picture at the Oscars. And I feel, the annoying thing is I didn't. I forgot about it myself uh, for when Payday came around. Forgot to back it. Guess what? So it is now favourite to win the Oscar. Ah, I was going to put a bet on it now. I won't bother. Um, 7 to 2. Could have got 25 to 1. Uh, he, he also directed a film called uh, The Guard as well oh with brendan greeson that's the one 
Um, oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it's a war on everyone. It's it's similar kind of style to that film. Uh, I wouldn't say it's quite as good, but I would say it's it's worth a watch. Yeah, worth a watch. Yeah, so it's, that's not a bad one. Um, just looking at, I'm looking at the release dates of films as well. Um, right. I'm trying to work out what I saw next. I think the film I saw. No, actually, I'll tell you what it was. The film I saw next at the cinema. Uh, was uh, and the first new film I saw at the cinema was the Lego Batman movie. Was that the next one? Yeah, uh, I saw a preview of it in January before it came out in February. Uh, yeah, uh, um, and uh, have you seen Lego Batman? Yes, yeah, right. I think it's good. I don't. Uh, I don't like it as much as the Lego movie. Right. Um, I think the Lego movie is a better film. I think if you're a fan of Batman, you will obviously get a lot more out of it than if you're not a fan of Batman. Um, Some really great references, some really great voice um, acting in it. Um, But overall, I didn't like it quite as much as the Lego movie. But that's not to, to like put it down it's still a, a very good film um it's one of those great films where you can put it on and the kids will be relatively entertained but you will be entertained watching it um lots of good in jokes in it lots of good use of uh, lego properties um yes. so yeah i think that's that's a worthwhile watch um for this one I, I do prefer this one to lego only due to the fact that it just had me laughing in my chair man i took the kids to see this one and I was creasing up. I was probably the loudest in the cinema screen. Mm. Um, and it had me laughing before we'd actually seen anything. Uh, just Batman talking over, like the, I can't remember who makes it, like it was 20th Century Fox. Or no, it's, it's Warner, Warner Bros. Warner, of course it is. Of yeah, course it War, is. Right? Yeah. Warner Bros. Or Warner Bros. Or like, yeah. Yeah. yeah and he does the uh, Michael Jackson quote. Yeah. Well. He, he, like Just the stuff he was saying off the top of that. It was hilarious, and you never kind of get a lot of movies like crossing that sort of uh, channel where not, already they're starting the film. Yeah, not breaking, not breaking the walls before the film's even started. That's yeah, that's quite yeah, very rare. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Will Arnett is yeah. is up there with the best Batman's of all time. Yeah, I think and so. He's only the boss. Yeah. Um, you know, cracking. Yeah. I love Will Arnett anyway, but um, yeah, I mean that Batman is is particularly. Uh, particularly good. Um, yeah, yeah, really liked it. And uh, say, like, uh, Batman's my favourite superhero, but I don't know because I didn't read the comics. I don't know a lot of the Batman. Like, I, I didn't know a lot of references, but I still got them because they were simple enough, sort of thing. Well, and they make references to the film. There's that great bit where Alfred's talking about, um, you know, his evolution or whatever, and they show clips from like the '66 Batman. Uh, Michael Keaton's Batman, uh, Batman and Robin with the bat nipples. Yes. Um, yes. So, like, the thing is, there, there, there are jokes in there for everyone to get. And I'll tell you what, another another bit of the film that I really like, as yeah. stupid as it is, is uh, when they're firing guns. Yeah, pew, because pew, pew, every, pew, Because pew, every pew. voice actor had to do that. Yeah, it's brilliant. Even, even, <laughs> even uh, Bane, who was uh, Doug Benson, um, who I listen to uh, on his podcast quite often, and um, yeah, even he had to do it in that um, Tom Hardy esque version of Bane. Oh. Pew 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 pew. Uh, apparently, I heard, I heard that your favourite actor Nicolas Cage, um, he was making the sounds during the big shoot 'em up scene in Face Off. 
and they had to kind of dub him out because he was running around everywhere going, pew, 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 pew. Well, if you've seen Twitter today, you'll actually find out my favourite actor is, is actually John Michael Higgins, but no one knows who he is. But I, I actually know no you do. Knows. You do know who John Michael Higgins is. He's the uh, male commentator in Pitch Perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah, so him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nick Cage is, is also good. Um, okay, what else? So uh, this month, I, I didn't see it at the cinema. I saw it a few months after but John Wick Chapter 2. We know... Actually, people what, don't is, know. Was that, was that January? February, February. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You jumped, you jumped, Oh, did I jump? Sorry. You jumped, man. Right. Right. Uh, Passengers. Oh, okay. Passengers. Chris Pine. And all my days. No, 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 no. Chris Pratt. And all my days, J-Law. All my days. Chris Pratt. She looked... Yeah, did I say Pine? Yeah. Mate, what's the time? It's (laughs) 1.50. 1.50. That's the first one. Yeah. Um... Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, unbelievable in this movie. Uh, the critic had a go at this one. They weren't having it. I disagree. I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I, I don't often get talked out of a movie, but I almost was with this one. Mm. And I'm glad I didn't. Really enjoyed it. Um, good idea for a movie. Um, they're both great, so likeable. Michael Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, great little comedy sidekick. Um, totally worth your time. Um, it won't, like, you know, change your life or whatever, but you've got to spare a couple of hours. Um, yeah, uh, there, there's worse ways to spend it, such as John Wick 2. But we'll get to that shortly. <laughs> um, uh, the Accountant, uh, Ben oh, Affleck. You just watched it last week. Yes. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, um... Yeah, I don't know why you saw it in January, because um, I'm sure it came out quite a bit before that. But um, yeah, I think it did. I thought it was. No, I think I think it came out in like November or something. No, no, it came out after because we uh, another one I'm going to come on to in a minute. Um, Hacksaw Ridge. It, uh, we got an advanced screening a week after the advanced screening to Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, the accountant. Um, yeah, I liked it. Um, it was a bit like. John Wick with more talking, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, I, I thought Best Ben Affleck acting. was... Well, I thought Ben Affleck was good. Um, yeah. I thought the supporting cast were good. Um, I'm pleased to see there's a sequel in development. Oh, excellent. It needs to be. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Really nice ending. Like, the, the twist with the brother was fairly obvious. Oh, you I... could see that coming a long time away and to be honest um any film you you know what i think a sign of a film that's going to be at least watchable if not nay entertaining is if john lift goes in it well we'll get to that later on okay because uh yeah (laughs) i i I think he was he was great in that in that as well uh he was just being himself um, the film comes under quite a lot of uh, criticism from the uh, aut- uh, from a lot of uh, aut- uh, autistic charities. Well, you know what? Um, obviously, for those, I don't think anyone listens to this or doesn't listen to any of the other podcasts. No, that I do, you you but... were right at the start. You don't think anyone listens to this, and I you know are people right. do. I know people that do. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, for anyone that doesn't know. Um, my son was diagnosed with autism this year and it's been quite a learning curve um, about that condition because he's still quite young. Um, But, interestingly, 
um, at, in, in the opening scene, I think I think it's the opening scene when um, he's he's being he's at the uh, the school for autistic children, um, and he's there doing a puzzle and he's talk, like the parents are talking to the the kind of teacher That's and everything right. like that. Yeah. With uh, some of the other children that were there, um, there are things that those children were doing and, and behaving that is uh, clearly autism. Um, yeah. I don't think it was to make light of it. I don't think it was uh, derogatory. Um, yeah. I had no issue with it personally. Um, yeah. The type of autism that Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck's character has in it. Um, I wouldn't say he's very typical in autism, but at the same time, the one thing about autism that I've learned so far this year is how diverse it is and, and, and yeah. the spectrum is so big in it and people do deal with it in different ways and have different uh, conditions and have different ways of dealing with things. So, yeah, I mean, I suppose the, that some of the things that his character himself does, um, I, I suppose in the, the the bit when he's kind of punishing himself, not something I'm very familiar with, my, you know, in my learning so far. But in the way that most of it was handled, I had no issues with it at all. Um, yeah, I was, I was surprised because um, I, I read up about afters because uh, I, I like to read up to see what people think of a movie. Mm. And I was surprised to see that because my perspective was that it was putting autism on the big screen mm. and making making the subject the hero. A bit, Well, a bit like with Drax. You know, Drax is kind of seen, although it's never said that he is autistic, he has a lot of autistic yeah. qualities. And so a lot of people are actually very pro how Drax is... Uh, uh, um, acted and directed in those Guardians films for being a positive role model for um, people with autism. So, you know, you can't you can't have it. You, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it. I, I think sometimes I don't think it's a negative portrayal myself. Um, I think sometimes if it, you know if it's if it's like a certain watchdog or charity, I do sometimes think are they saying this stuff as a way of generating publicity more than. Um, if they were pro it, if that makes sense, yeah. um, you know, you look at you look at um, charities like Peter. I'm, I'm looking at specifically where they will say things, be as controversial as possible, not because it's the right thing to do, because it just makes them feature. So yeah. you know, sometimes I don't know if there's an agenda there or not, but no, personally, I I, I thought it was it was good. Yeah, 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 enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Um... Another, I think, I think the you may see a pattern emerging with these movies because I tend, to, I don't know, I, I think we spoke about um, with a movie earlier that we tend to, if a film comes under a lot of fire from critics, mm. I'll always give it a chance. We kind of, I, I think as a country, we kind of root for the underdog, uh, perhaps more than any other. Um, and uh, the movie Collateral Beauty with Will Smith was really getting annihilated from the critics. Mm. Um, and I went to see it. Um, it was one of three movies that I watched that night. Um, I believe Passengers was one of the others. Uh, what was the other one I watched? <coughs> I can't think what it was. Um, but, yeah, so um, I really enjoyed it. It was totally not what I expected from the trailer. I watched the trailer because if I'm not sure about watching a film, I will watch the trailer. Mm. Um, and it totally like wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting a comedy, 
And yeah. it wasn't comedy. It was really serious. It was... Uh, and, yeah, if you haven't seen it, again... Um, yeah, it's, it's enjoyable. Like, it's a total, like, different perspective, different viewpoint. Um, got sucked in. Didn't see it coming. Helen, Mir- Helen Mirren's great in it. Um, Will Smith's a wonderful lead anyways. And I really enjoyed the, the story they were in there. He is... Debatable. Um, I, I heard mean... that... <laughs> I heard that tape. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> collateral, collateral Beauty is is a film that, uh, as you said, really got a drop in. Um, you're the only person I've seen ever say anything positive about it, if I'm honest. So it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I but, spoke to a few people. It's on, um, it's on Sky Movies at the moment. I've yes, spoken to is, a few yeah. people who've seen it and were surprised by how much they enjoyed it. Um yeah, it's, it's it's a nice nice story, like nice nice movie. How does it compare to Seven Pounds? Um, didn't really care for Seven Pounds. Okay, because I didn't either. That's why I that, that, right. I was trying to judge a barometer on that. So okay, mm-hmm. all right. Well, uh, that it's it's actually um, I'll put it on my list. I'll put it on my list. Um, okay. Um, hidden figures. Uh, again, I've not got round to seeing it. I wanted to, uh, but this was pre. Pass so it was nominated for a lot of Oscars, mm. and I believe it. I'm certain it won none, and rightly so. Um, it's a nice story, it's, a, it's an incredible story. So, it's yeah. the story is fantastic. Um, and the three women are absolute champions. Um, but the story, I don't. It, I don't know if it was a Disney movie because sometimes Disney are the experts of this sort of genre. Uh, Remember the Titans is will be one of my favourite movies forevermore. If ever it's on TV, I'll watch it. The soundtrack's incredible, and the way that they deal with racism in the sixties is incredible for a film that children can watch. Mm. And they just didn't get the balance right with this one. It was just boring. Um, there was so much science and so much fact added to it that it took away the story from these three women who were fighting everything in mm. order for them to do their jobs. Um, so yeah, I was disappointed and I, I got bored with that one. It's uh, it was Fox. I just checked. It was it was 20th Century Fox. Um, I um, in that case, do you think it's a bit like the Blind Side in in that? I mean, I like The Blind Side, but it seems yeah, to like be up for all these kind of Oscars, and I don't think it really warranted it. Like, it was a good film. No, I really enjoyed that movie. It was a yeah. poor year for movies, if I remember, and I really yeah, liked that maybe. movie. And she was incredible, and he was great. Um, yeah, yeah, it was I good, did it was like good that film, movie. But I, I don't think I've what was that? Things. What was that? Yeah, what yeah. That? I don't know. Yeah. I've still got a couple more for January. Got Jesus, it. we're going to be here a while. Um, Fences was January, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Really um, yeah. Incredible movie. If you've not seen it, do. But because it's not the cinema anymore, what you have to do is watch it, switch off the lights, switch off your phone. Because watching a film at home is tough when there's so many distractions. You mm-hmm. want to get a drink, you want to get a snack, you want to go to the toilet, you want to check your Facebook. So many distractions. You have to watch a movie because the dialogue comes at you thick and fast from the off. 
And if you, if anything distracts you for a second, you're out of the room. Well, uh, Fences is, uh, if I remember correctly, it's it's actually a, a stage play. It, yeah, yeah, originally so stage play. Yeah, and uh, Denzel Washington took it from the stage, and it, yeah, I was sucked in from beginning because I was in the cinema, and there are no distractions other than the guy who was snoring behind me. Right. Um, because again, I like, but here's the thing with sleepers in the cinema, right? I used to be earlier this year, I guess. Earlier in the year, I would um, I get annoyed by snorers or sleepers. Yeah. In the cinema, it really frustrated me. But now I was talking to a friend of mine who told me that uh, a friend that he knew used to always tag along to go to the cinema with his friends and would fall asleep at every film because he had five kids and the kids didn't sleep. Yes. So the guy never slept. I remember you saying So the only, yeah, the only opportunity he had was to get a little sleep in the cinema. So you kind of think, man, I'd feel bad if I was to kind of disturb someone and say, oh, you're snoring, mate. Um, and this is the first bit of sleep he's had well, in pain. Well, hang but... on a second, because I think, you know, you're t- talking about the sympathy, though, but I think, uh, if you remember rightly, we were watching 12 Angry Men really late at night uh, the other year, and you kept getting annoyed because I fell asleep. Yes, yeah, it's an unbelievable movie. You need to see that movie. Yeah, to be fair. Angry Men one of the greatest movies ever made. It was very um, late when we were watching that. You, you snore loud. Yeah, I do. I do. It's true. Um, which is why I try not to fall asleep a in the one, uh, But a wonderful cuddler. <laughs> <laughs> always, always a plus. Compliment sandwich. Um, what else we got for January? Nocturnal Animals. Um, bit of an effort, but I enjoyed it. It's it, pretty fierce at times as well, actually, like pretty deep. Uh, really interesting story that I've not seen too many times on the big screen. Um, if you see it on telly, it's worth a watch. Sing, really good, really enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, I don't mind Sing. Um, yeah, it's fun wonderful. Fact, uh, fun fact for everybody is that it was directed by, I, I've forgotten his bloody name. What's his flipping name? Uh, British guy. Um, I'm going to find his name. John Oliver. Uh, well, he is British. He's he's British. Um, no, Sing was directed by. Nope. Sing. Jules de Bernier. Nope. I wish it was. Um, it was directed by Garth Jennings. How can I forget that? Uh, Garth Jennings, most famous for either The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, or even better than that, Son of Rambo. Wow. Yeah, that Garth That's Jennings. Movie. Yeah, and I know we love Son of Rambo. So yeah, it was directed by yeah. Garth Jennings. Um, really good voice cast, I thought, in Sing. Um, a nice yeah. little jukebox film. What I like about it is my, my daughter really likes Sing. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's fairly well put together. But what I like the most is the fact that she sings songs from that. Um so, like, she'll sing a bit of Elton John and stuff like that. And I think it's really nice when yeah. kids discover music in that way because it's a lot more organic than just putting something on and hoping they'll like it. Like, you know, you could put something right. on in the car and they might not really zone in. But when they're watching a cartoon and the music's on there, then that's a good way of introducing it to them. And also um, yeah, Golden Slumber's in that, which uh, has been a big of focus because of the John Lewis advert this year, which she really liked as well. So she recognised yeah. that from Sing, and then she obviously recognised it in the in the John Lewis advert. So she likes listening to any version of that song now. So that's 
that's cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I like Sing. Yeah, I think, I think for me, the, it's nice you said that because again, like I remember there was um, I forget which song it was, but again the kids picked up on it. And I was, I was saying, oh, have you ever heard this song before? It's a really good song. And like, oh yeah, it's in Sing. I was like, oh nice, nice. They're putting the two and two together. For me, the best song in it. Is where I think it's like a barbershop quartet or something, mm. and they're just clicking the fingers, going, "I love my shoes, I love my shoes." <laughs> that just killed me when they pulled that out. Well, I um, don't even know if that is a song. No, I think it is. I'm sure that it's a, it's a real song because um, yeah. Garth Jennings. Uh, this is a tip for anyone that wants to listen to another podcast after this one. Um, Adam Buxton's podcast. Uh, he went to school with with Garth Jennings. So right. um, it's it's listening to them to do a podcast is a bit like listening to us do a podcast in that we know each other quite well. We can bounce things off. We've got in jokes, that kind of thing. And he was talking about, uh, I think it was about two years ago now, uh, he did an episode before Sing came out where he was talking about the making of it and choosing the songs and why he chose the songs that he did. And he was very involved in the choice of songs and he had a, a reason behind everything. And it, it, it's really good. So if you like seeing, it's, it's, a, it's good to try and go and find that episode because um, it's good to get an insight into his, his creativity there. Um, yeah. And again, another film that's going to get a sequel. So, I would say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it took some money. Yeah. Um, saving the best for last for January. Can you believe we're still in January? I'm so sorry. I've watched a lot of movies that, in that, the month of January. Mind as well, you did say to me, oh, if you're going to talk about descriptions of all the films, we're going to be here till 2018. That's what you said <laughs> a few it. hours ago, and you're the one doing it. Yeah, but that's, a, but that's the thing. I'm not talking about the movies. I'm just watching how many movies I watched. <laughs> nine, nine movies in January. Um, I think it's the most watched month, although August will push it some. Okay. Um, the best movie of January, it could be the best movie of the year. I'll get to that later on. But um, Hacksaw Ridge, um, oh. I absolutely loved this movie. I love a survival movie. I'm not huge on a war movie, mm. but if they make a good one, I'll be all over it. Yeah. Um, and this story just, oh my God, it just broke my heart in so many places. And I was in bits watching this movie. Um, he's brilliant in it, Andrew Garfield. Um, Vince Vaughn, who I've, is wonderful as Wes Mantooth, but I've never really got on with him because he always seems to just talk like this and sometimes his voice will get a little bit lower, but then he'll just go a little bit higher and he won't really stop to breathe at all and he'll just really get there and then he'll end every sentence with a question, but he won't really be asking the question. He'll just go really, really high at the end and just go, hmm, I don't know what you're saying now. He was incredible in this movie. I don't think he got nominated for best... Did he get nominated for best supporting for this? I don't think he did. Uh, I'll double check. I don't think so. um, He should have got nominated for Dodgeball, obviously, but... Yeah. Um, He's... I would say, I wouldn't say comedy relief because it's it's not a comedy, but um, the way that he was dishing out the lines, it was it was laugh out loud funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story the story is one of those where even because I've seen a lot of people were, were critical of the movie, they felt it was one of these like true TV movies sort of thing, right. and I could kind of see where they were coming from, but. It's a Mel Gibson movie. Yeah. And Mel Gibson never pulls any punches when he makes a movie. 
Um, it was brutal uh, in every sense of it. For the war scene, certainly, there, there was two halves this movie, uh, getting to the war and being at war. And being at war was brutally savage, and rightly so, because war was horrible. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's an incredible story. The sort of story that even if it was a crap movie, every like kid should be made aware of this when they're of an age to watch the movie um, because the guy is an absolute champion. Um, and these are the heroes that, you know, will hopefully inspire, like, the next generation to be the best. Like, it. Incredible story, an incredible man. Um, yeah, and brilliantly made by Mel Gibson. If Mel Gibson makes a movie, it's worth watching. The guy can make a movie and a half, man. He's, he, he's class. And I, I think he was nominated for Best Director. He was, yeah. Right, he was so. Nominated for Best Film, Best Director. It, it was kind of like his acceptance back into Hollywood. Now, some people still don't think he deserves to be back in Hollywood. Um, yeah. Obviously, he, his personal troubles are quite famously uh, out there. Um I think in comparison to... He hates Jews. He does hate Jews. Um, and other people. Women as well. I think, you know, in terms of the kind of Hollywood scandals that are going on right now, he doesn't look quite as bad in comparison. Um, but I can understand why a lot of people are, are still kind of uh, against him. But... Um, yeah, he's 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 obviously got talent, and uh, yeah, Hacksaw Ridge. I've still not managed to get to watch, but um, it's on my it's Netflix, on Netflix list. Yeah, it's on my next yeah, Netflix on... list to watch. Um, it's just one of those. I've been trying to. I think the thing with that kind of film is you you want to be in the right mindset to watch it. You don't want to just put it on. Absolutely. Um, and that's why so that's the only reason we haven't watched it yet is because um, every time I've suggested it, it's not been the right time. Uh, but I will I will definitely go and watch it. Yeah, so I, I will definitely see it at one point, and and we're now in, and that's that's January, so that's great. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna be here till lunchtime. We're, we're not, we're not, because I think what we'll, we'll have to do is just kind of just just be a bit quicker. But uh, February, John Wick two came out. You've got no interest in John Wick. You hate Keanu Reeves. I love John Wick. Um, I, I didn't love John Wick two as much as other people did. Um, some people think think it's better than the first one. I don't think it was quite as good on the first watch, at least. But I will watch it again to see if uh, if that opinion changes. If it's not as good as the first one, it must be the biggest pile of shit. You really should watch it properly. <laughs> um, I did. I did try and watch the first one. No, I know. And oh my god, my family's dead. They killed my dog. I'm gonna come and get you. Let me change my shirt. I couldn't take it, man. It's a it's a terrible, terrible Keanu Reeves impression. But I'll tell you one No, film, it's not. It is. It's terrible. But I will tell you one Truly film that did come out in February. Right. I mean, he's he's not Bob Dylan for a start. Um, <laughs> right. There was one film that came <laughs> out in February that I know that you loved and I loved. Um, and that was Get Out. Yeah. Unbelievable movie. Yeah. So good, I watched it twice. Yeah. I've not seen it again yet, actually, but I will I will definitely go and see it uh, again as uh, soon as possible. Um, I, I still jumped um, the second time. <laughs> okay, I'll bear that in mind. Knew it was, com- knew it was coming. And still so did. I went, I went on my own, because I don't really have many friends uh, the first time, 
and then took the missus second time. And it was one of those, you know, when like, you know, something's going to happen. So you're like, oh, it's a really good bit. And I'm just going to watch you and see your reaction sort of thing. I did that for it. I jumped. She didn't. Did you, did you take uh, your wife to see your wife? Did you take her to see it because you wanted to kind of warn her about what can happen? When you got married. Um, is that because uh, she is a black and I am a white? Is that what you are insinuating? I'm not insinuating anything. So, I'm asking the question because she was getting married. I well, was I didn't married, take so. my wife because we weren't married yet, actually. Yeah, true. You've already mentioned that? Yeah, very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See what I did there? Um, I'll be honest. Uh, no, I, I took her because it's a wonderful movie. Mm. But when I saw it the first time... Um, there was a, was it, it was a black guy and a white woman sitting in front of me. So it's kind of fun to see that dynamic between the movie. And we, we had the same when we saw it as well. Uh, and I was like, excuse, I was like excuse me, excuse me, young Sonny, are you really with her? <laughs> uh, but if you haven't seen Get Out, um, watch it. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a brilliant, it's a brilliant film. Um, excellent, uh, yeah. Just, just, it's just, it's an unbelievable like take on horror movies. It's not um, like an, it's, any horror film you've seen before. Yeah, exactly. And essentially, right, yeah. it's a horror film as well. Yeah. Um, another another candidate for movie of the year. Okay. Well, what, did you? Was there anything else you saw in February? Um, I saw Lego Batman in February. Yeah, when it came out. That's it. Yeah. Okay. We're uh, marching on. Marching on to March, but I'm Ching. Uh, and March saw at the, the beginning of the month saw the release of Logan. Yeah, what a movie Logan was! Very hyped to see Logan. Um, I didn't like it as much as you did. Um, did you know why not? I don't Stars. know. I think I uh, again it might it might suffer from Star Wars syndrome. I think I had a, a huge expectation for it, um, yeah. and I think you know one one of the things that annoyed me the most about Logan is um, the fact that Stephen Merchant was Stephen Merchant in it. Like, I hadn't even bothered to act. Don't know yeah, why. Didn't like him in. Don't know didn't why like he him. was in it. Um, I mean, what I did like about Logan is it was the first time in all these years that we've really seen Wolverine uh, in film. Like, yeah. what Wolverine actually is in the comic books uh, and other yeah. kind of media, but never really seen in the films. Um, you know, it was a lot more violent than those other films. Uh, you know, I, I, I think it's a good film. But I don't, you know, people were saying, oh, it's the best superhero film ever. No, I, I don't even, it wasn't even the best superhero film this year. But it was a, a good movie. And um, it, it was a good movie. It just wasn't, for me, it just wasn't great. For me, it is possibly the best superhero movie of the year. And there's some unbelievable competition. It For me, it will be hard to choose between Potentially the four, I guess. Okay. Um, Pretty good year, I think. But yeah, I think that I was sitting there, midnight screen or whatever, and I think he said fuck within the first like 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh yeah. Because mm. um, again, avoid the trailers, didn't know what to expect with the movie. And re- like immediately you're like, okay, this is going to be a little bit darker than the other ones when you're wearing your funny suits. Um, re- yeah, really enjoyed it. Like the, the end, and was like proper dramatic, like for a superhero movie. Yeah, proper dramatic. It was. It, it kind of had that like man on fire vibe to it towards the end. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose it did actually. Yeah, it was good. And, and even better than that is the behind the scenes footage of um, Hugh Jackman dubbing over the action of that scene. Hugh Jack. Hugh Jackman. 
Yeah. Which uh, is worth, worth a view on YouTube. Um, yeah, now, the biggest film of the year, yes. uh, as we go to record, um, I don't, I, I can't see how Star Wars can beat it in just two weekends, no. but it's, it's getting close. No. Uh, but the biggest movie of this year, which I was surprised about, um, yeah, came out this month, uh, and that is, of course, uh, Disney's live-action version of Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Now, this was actually the weekend I decided to get a cinema card. Um, yeah. Not because of, well, I was sitting there watching Beauty and the Beast, but I think it's because I saw what else was out that month that made me right. buy the pass. Because I just thought, well, I just wasted 17 quid buying tickets for this. I can, I can yeah. go see some more films if I buy a pass. Um, yeah. I, I went in, uh, we, we took the kids to go and see it. Um, wife loves Beauty and the Beast. I quite like Beauty and the Beast, the cartoon. Um, but I wasn't really that excited for it. I actually um, enjoyed it the most. I really, I really, really like Beauty and the Beast. I, I think yeah. um, it was a good version. I think the uh, the casting was great. Um, yeah. I know people had an issue with Emma Watson. Uh, yeah, she's not the best singer. They did the best with what they could. But I think she actually played Belle really well. And I think the rest I of the cast was brilliant. I thought she was spot on. I thought, yeah. yeah, as you say, I thought brilliant casting. I thought she was absolutely spot on. Yeah. Uh, she, she, she's stunning as well. Yeah. Um, always helps. Yeah. And yeah, she, she was, she was barely brilliant casting. Yeah. I mean, um, I, Luke, uh, Luke uh, Evans was great as Gaston. Josh Gad was good yeah. as uh, LeFou. It was there. Yeah. Uh, I read somewhere online that they were trying to insinuate that there was a bit of a like a, a gay plot line or something. Well, like I mean, obviously, it got famously banned in Russia for a while because, right. uh, and it's literally blinking you and you'll miss it. Um, yeah. It's just right at the end of the film. There's a bit where I mean, it's always kind of insinuated that he's got a thing for Gaston anyway. Which, to be honest, yeah. I think he's obvious in the cartoon. I don't think that was even. I don't think that was a new thing. I think that was always a thing. He was so in awe of Gaston, it was almost like he had a crush. Um, but there's a sequence right at the end of the film when they're dancing after the wedding, when yeah. uh, they're kind of changing partners, and at one point he's standing there with uh, a man, and they're about yeah. to and they're about to dance. That that is literally it. There is no kind of attempt at a oh. kiss. There's no attempt of like uh, male dancing. Um, it's just that's weird though, right? Because uh, I, I find that weird that that would be like enough to set rumours about like because when you go to a nightclub where you go out dancing, you dance with your mates. Yeah, I mean, like, to be honest, then, like, how many times like, people... one in the night like you, you then go and dance with a bird or whatever? But to start a night off and like for probably for predominantly most of the night, you dance with your mates. How many how many nights did we used to go out where um, it would probably be us dancing together all night? Well, yeah, but that's because we're bargly, mate. Well, that's true. Um, so, so I went to see Beauty and the Beast. I went and bought my pass that weekend because mm. a film that I did want to go and see uh, had come out at the same kind of time, which was mm. uh, Kong Skull Island. Kong. Now I've I've always like King Kong. Um, when I was growing up, King Kong Lives came out, uh, when I was about four or five and I saw a trailer for it and was like, wow, I'm interested in King Kong. And then I saw an advert for, uh, the Universal Studios attraction for King Kong, where you go and mm. like get face to face with King Kong. And so I, I've always, um, liked King Kong and the various movies, the, the 1938 version, I think it's 38, uh, but like the, the, the 30s version, 
Sony's version was all right. King Kong Lives, when I was a kid, I thought was great. I mean, it's obviously terrible. And I and I quite like Peter Jackson's version as well. Um, right. There's you bits I do like and bits I don't like with that film. Um, but I've always liked Kong. So I thought, yeah, this looks like a good take on the film. Um, and I really, really enjoyed it. Like, I, it was even better than I expected it to be. I didn't yeah. realise going in it was a period film. Uh, oh, I okay. thought it was contemporary, right. and so the fact that it was set like just after the Vietnam War, I had um, a. Mo- I'll be honest with you, I had a moment there. You say it's a period movie, and I was like, I can't remember too many women shouting and having a go for no reason, <laughs> and just well, turning. That the biggest complaint of of the film for me is the fact that um, you've got your uh, Brie Larson, um, who didn't need to be in it. No, like, well, not her. Like, I mean. She's a really good actress, and she was completely underwritten in that film. Um, yeah, yeah but, she is a bloody good actress. But as uh, yeah, if anyone's seen Room, you'd know. But um, as a as um, as a film itself, thoroughly entertaining. Like it's not going to win any awards for for best picture or best direction. Um, but for a film involving that kind of thing, I thought it was brilliant. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. This was the first twelve, to my knowledge. Um, where there's been a 12... This was given a 12A certificate. Hmm. So basically, adults can take kids of any age. Um, And it's the first 12A, to my knowledge, where they say the word fuck. Well, a a 12A film can say it once. Right, okay. Any more than that, and it's a 15. Yeah. Yeah, I I was really surprised, because I went to see it, and there was loads of... What's happening nowadays is parents are taking kids to the cinema. They're yeah. taking like babies, they're to, like, and they're, like leaving the buggies down the front and whatever. Yeah. And so, then there's like next, like sitting next to me. I moved because I just didn't want to sit next to a kid, basically. Yeah. But there's like a six-year-old sitting next to me, and I'm like, this is like this is too scary for a six-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. And a bit like too intense. Like, what is a six-year-old going to get out of this movie? Yeah. Um, unless they're obsessed by monsters sort of thing, which you really wouldn't want a six-year-old kid to be like. No. So I was surprised by it. I thought that was a poor shout. And I thought, um, I listened to an interview with, uh, was it Ryan Johnson, the director of Star Wars? Yeah. And they asked him, like a seven-year-old or something, wrote in and said, uh, will this film be appropriate for me? I saw Force Awakens. I wasn't scared sort of thing. And his his response, I think, was the absolute perfect response was uh, if the parents aren't sure, go and see it first and vet it. Absolutely. Because he, you know, and I think that's a perfect like excuse. You know, if a kid wants to go and see a movie, uh, watch it first if you're I not think, sure. I think the big problem with that, while I agree with that wholeheartedly, I think the big problem is, is that films aren't cheap to go and see. And so I think, you know, if, if it was a cheap I, no, exercise... I I disagree. They are more, so much more expensive than when we were kids. Mm. But at the same time, if you're paying uh, to go to a concert nowadays, you're paying seventy pounds for one ticket, and you're getting the same amount of entertainment time-wise that you would for a movie. And you're paying, I guess, on average, what ten pounds for a cinema ticket nowadays, um, it, roughly there. Yeah, they're they so thereabouts. It kind of like if you look at the inflation of uh, uh, concert tickets, then you kind of think, okay, I can kind of see like you know to go and get two and a half hours entertainment for ten pounds 
it's not bad value nowadays. No, but it's you know you've got to get babysitter and all that. Anyway, that's I, yeah, I know yeah. what you're saying, and I I do agree, but I can also see why people might not want to. But to be honest, I think there's websites now where you can actually go and type in a film, and it tells you what the kind of uh, unappropriate content is. You yeah, have no idea yeah, yeah. If, if it would be or not. Um, a couple yeah, of other really films. Good. It's a really good website as well. Actually, I've I've used it a couple of times, and it is really good. Okay. Uh, a couple of other films that I saw just before this month came out as well, um, uh, and I know at least one of these you saw. Uh, I saw Ghost in the Shell, and I saw The Boss Baby. Now, Ghost in the Shell, I had no history with the original anime. Um, oh, yeah. So I, I had no kind of expectation of that. I just thought it looked like a fun sci-fi action film, and it ticked the boxes I wanted. I thought it was visually stunning. One of the most beautiful films I've seen this year. Um it was what it was. Um, I had a yeah. lot of fun with it. I know why people didn't like it, and especially those that might have liked the original uh, cartoon. But because I didn't have that that kind of history with it, I just took it for what it was, and uh, it's just, it really flopped. And it's a shame. It deserved much better. And I, if anyone's on the fence, it's definitely worth um, a watch. Definitely worth a couple of hours of your life. Um, and the Boss Baby, which I know you went to see, and yes. I took my daughter to go and see. Um, I, I had fun with it. Um, not the best cartoon I've seen this year, but uh, there was some really clever jokes in it. Um, it another one of those films where it, it's got stuff for adults as well as kids, so no one gets too bored. Um, good cast. Um, yeah, I liked it. I had um, This was like a family out and all four of us went. Yes, and uh, the then three-year-old, uh, even now... He's, he's like the worst sort of cinema companion, unless you're watching a movie he absolutely adores. Um, he, he won't sell, basically. Like, yeah. he'll be on your lap, he'll then want to go to the toilet, just to have a wander, basically. And I was stuck with him. Um, so I had to leave the cinema, I think, three times, because uh, he wanted to go to the toilet all this many times. So I just couldn't settle myself down, like, to then, like, sit down and enjoy it. Um, I think for that reason I didn't really enjoy it because I wasn't really getting anything out of it. Yeah. Um, but I'd, I'd definitely give it another go uh, if and when it comes on telly. Um, but no, I, th- I think I found um, Alec Baldwin a bit annoying as the baby. Okay. I think he was trying to. I think he was trying to be a modern take on the baby from um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit a little bit. I I can see what you mean in terms of the design. Yeah, yeah, there was quite a lot of Baby Herman there, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. good show. Yeah. Another couple of films that came out this month, which I didn't see till later on, but they came out then. Uh, Power Rangers. Which did you watch Power Rangers? I watched it on the uh, on the plane home uh, from yeah. from Florida because I was tired, and I uh, thought if I fall asleep, I'm not going to care too much. I lasted about forty five minutes before I fell asleep, and I woke yeah. up. I'd missed about 30 minutes of the film. They still hadn't got into costume. It was boring. Um, is it? Is it this year's Fantastic Four? I still haven't seen Fantastic Four, but let's say yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if let's you want to watch Fantastic Four, um, download it or whatever with it, and watch it on times 30, and you'll get the same level of enjoyment. Okay. Um, and I saw um, a film that came out around the same time. Again, I saw it on the plane, actually. It was a film called Colossal, mm. 
Which stars oh yeah, I saw, I saw the trailer for this. Yeah, you know what? I, um, I I only watched three quarters of it because I yeah. was getting tired, and I was like, I need to watch this when I'm fully awake. Um, right. What I saw of it, I really enjoyed. Uh, it, yeah. it's, it's very unusual. Uh, I took a fair amount of money in the box office, if I believe. Yeah, for, for, for the, the type of film it was, just a little independent. Yeah. But, um, yeah, a, a lot of fun. And I, I, I will go back and watch all of it uh, at some point. <laughs> but um, worth a shout. Um, and also another little film I saw at this time was uh, a film called Free Fire. Which, oh, um, yeah. Now, listen, uh, before you say any more about Free Fire, right? Because yeah. I remember you saying that you watched it, and yeah. I, I kind of wanted to go out my way to watch it. And I was trying to, to have a little look around uh, a couple of days ago, trying to find something to watch on Netflix mm. or Amazon Prime, where it was. And that was on there. And I was yeah. like, oh, let's just watch it. And Charles and Shaw, so I was like, oh, let's watch the trailer. And it looks shit. It's, um, yeah, we watched it again because Lindsay wanted to see it. Um, but, you know, it, it's hard for us to go to cinema together. So unless it's like a, a massive film, we won't go and see it together. Um, yeah. So I said to I watched it. I said, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, watch it when it comes on, on streaming or whatever. And yeah, it's on Amazon Prime now in the UK. Um, it's fine. She watched it and she was like, yeah, it was all right. It's, yeah, it's only yeah. about a, an 80, 90 minute film. It's got a good cast. It's all set right. in, one, in one location. Um, the trailer gives it away. It's a, it's a deal gone wrong, and they end up in a in, a, in free fire, in a shootout. Um, yeah. It's fine for what it is, but um, I can't say go out of your way to watch it. But yeah. um, you know, if you if you've got nothing else to watch, you want to watch a short film, uh, you could do a lot worse. It's 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 all right. It's all right. Oh, fair, fair. Um, the fast the fate of the furious came out this month as well. Did it really? Yeah. Um, well, by George. Yeah, it's um, it's not my fate. I, I, you don't like. You haven't watched the Fast and Furious films. Fast and Furious. Is listen, a, right? Play listen, up. I don't know how on earth they've made this many, or how they've made that. Because they much make money. money. Well, yeah, exactly. I don't know who, what idiots still go and watch these bloody movies. Me, I watch because I, I, on yeah, exactly. I want, I want him. <laughs> In it too hard, I don't think. Um, on your, uh, I wouldn't say recommendation, on your suggestion, I'd seen the first two and I enjoyed the first two. Um, but then the third one, I think I must have seen because it was just ridiculous. I was like, nah, no more thanks. Yeah. Bit like Saw in that sense. Mm. Um, but then on your recommendation, you said that I could just jump back in and watch six because uh, the rock's in as well, who obviously. Five, like, five, five. Five, sorry. Yeah. Five, five. What was the echo all about? Five, five, five. Uh, five, five, five. Sunday, so I watched Sunday, Sunday. Sank one. I don't know which one it was. I think they jumped for a building in Rio or somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah. yeah, and it was rubbish. The stunts are nice. Like if you if you like us, if you want, want to watch a movie with a stunt, then yeah, that's your movie. But I can't believe there's that many people that love a stunt movie. It was rubbish. What a load of old shit. They're my guilty pleasure. Um, Helen Mirren's in this one. Right. She plays God. the mum of uh, of Jason Statham and Luke Evans. Cool. They're, they're brothers in that film. Um, she had the weirdest. Cockney accent I've ever heard since yeah. Dick Van Dyke. Um, it's not the best one. Again, got some good stunts in it. Uh, really ridiculous story. Uh, and some of the things in it are completely beyond, beyond comprehension. But 
Uh, if you just want a, a big dumb action film, then it, it's perfectly serviceable. Out of interest, was there a bigger stunt than the one they showed or hinted at in the trailer with the submarine? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, a couple actually. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'd rank in what order I'd rank them, but the submarine bit wasn't the. It was one of the biggest stunts, but I'm not sure if it okay. was the biggest one. Yeah. Oh, that's good then. That's, but, that's that, good. but that trailer did, you know, ruin a lot of the film. And yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be a nice thing to have discovered when you watched it, not when you uh, had watched the trailer for it. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. And also, they, I mean, the, the best bit in the film is uh, The Rock and Jason Statham having a fight. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. It's worth, it's worth the watch. Um, fantastic. What in April? Nothing. Oh, oh, no, of course, yes. Well, you had a bit of a busy month in, in April, so that's yeah. that's completely understandable. Um, yeah. Did but, you see a movie? Actually, no, I think you did see a film in April, actually. No. Yeah, I think you did. A little film called Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Was that was that April? I thought well, it was May. Well, we get it a little bit early, um, right? And in fact, I know I know that you saw it then because you saw you went to the premiere of it. The first yes, podcast did. we did was talking about it, and it was the twenty third of April. Um, yeah, because I was away, as was uh, the wife had gone away with the kids. So oh. um, yes. I, I know that's when it was. So yeah, you saw you saw it in April. We got it in April, but America got it in May. Um, there you go. So there you go. Another another one. We got it early. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, you you obviously uh, loved Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Um, yeah, I I liked Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Um, I I haven't watched it again yet, so I can't say where I kind of rank it. Uh, in terms of um, in, enjoying it. In fact, I saw it on the 1st of May, so I saw it a week after it came out. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still really enjoyed it. Um, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm not sure if it's if I preferred it better than the first one. On first watch, it was it was close, but um, I loved the first one so much that um, it's, it was a tough act to follow. Yeah, the um the second one's funnier. If you're looking for a funny um superhero movie, you you won't do much better in Guardians Galaxy two. Um, the opening scene to the movie is my favorite opening scene, possibly any movie. It's just glorious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a different like perspective to any action hero movie. Yeah. Um, and what was, what was nice for me, uh, my dad wanted to go and see it. And we went, I saw it at the premiere, and then I went to see it again with him. Mm. He wanted to see it. He's never seen a superhero movie. Like, he's, what, 60 sank. Um, I won't give his age away. But um, he's, he's not seen, like, uh, Christopher Reeve as uh, Superman Jesus, sort of thing. Jesus, how do you avoid that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I mean, no, he must have done. He must have seen that one. But he's not seen any of, like, the, the reboots. Yeah, the Marvel like. stuff and, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's not into sci-fi at all. But he'd seen an interview uh, with a couple of the cast, and he, he liked their sort of banter uh, and liked what he saw with the trailer. So he's like, yeah, I want to see it. And it, definitely for the first half of the movie, he was into it, and he was laughing along, definitely. Um, so that was, that was nice to be able to go and do that with a movie. It must be nice uh, to be able to go and see a film 
with your parents. Um, So I used to, I used to, I used to. Um, (laughs) So to be honest, that was it for me for May uh, for April as well. Um, A few things I saw in May. Was there anything in April that you wanted to see? Uh, you know what? I kind of wanted to see King Arthur. Right. Just because I'm a glutton for punishment and I haven't seen it yet. Um, I love the the story of King Arthur, but the trailer just put me right off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And I wanted to see as well The Circle, which apparently was so bad that when it came out in America um, and flopped, um, it got... Uh, sold directly to Netflix and they showed it two months later and I still even though it's been on Netflix since the summer I still haven't got around to watching The Circle because I just think oh don't know we'll waste like two hours on it uh, and the yeah. cast is good in it as well it's a good cast Hanks Emma Tom Watson Boyega Karen Gillan yeah. Paxton one of his last Paxton. names yeah uh, it's a good cast I, yeah. I quite fancy it myself sort of thing but when you hear all the bad reviews and you think, oh, maybe I should give this a wide berth. And the fact like, is, it's on Netflix and we still, so we don't have to pay to watch it and we still haven't watched it. That, that's yeah, it speaks volumes, doesn't it? And at that point, we end this part of, uh, of the episode. Um, what was supposed to be a short-tish episode about a year in review, um, we geek out a little bit and we waffle on. So uh, what I thought we should do is just split this episode up. So um, the next episode will begin with May and we'll continue the rest of, of 2017 um, with, uh, at the end of the episode, what we think the best films were uh, and the worst films as well that we saw. Um, so I hope you enjoyed part one. Uh, thank you for downloading this episode. And uh, part two will be uh, launching in a few days' time. So look out for that. Um, If you haven't already, please subscribe to uh, the feed. Um, It means that as soon as the episode gets released, you'll be able to get it um, and be able to carry on. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you over on on the next episode. Cheers.